everyone, and welcome to All This and the Oscars 2, AwardsDaily.com's podcast on the Oscar race. My name is Sasha Stone. I run the website AwardsDaily.com, and I'm here with three of our editors, Ryan Adams, Clarence Moy, and Mark Johnson. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Hello. Hey Good there. evening. We should say uh, we should say that you are now Sasha Stone, also referenced in the new book Oscar Wars. <laughs> yes, as a, as, a, as a film school dropout, uh, yeah. it's it's better than beauty school dropout. No, really? Um, I got that book. Yeah, that so bo- I was. I, I got that book this week, but I haven't even opened it. Yeah, so I, I, it's it's right after the section that talks about Saving Private Ryan and uh, Shakespeare in Love. And they indicated that this is when the bloggers started happening because there was so much conversation. Yeah. There was so much excitement about that race. And he mentioned two bloggers. He started with Sasha and, yes, uh, uh, describes her as film school dropout Sasha Stone, <laughs> who started Awards Watch and then what was the sued by the Academy. Oh. And, Oscar, Oscar Watch. Watch. And then uh, was sued by the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> and then talks about Tom O'Neill. That was it. though. What a dick. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would oh love God. I would love to um, write the real history of it because it's it, it is a history, you know, there's a lot a lot there um, about you know what changed and how everything changed and you know maybe someday I'll do that. Uh, time's a wasting though, I guess. I, I always figured like who cares, you know, like it's not exactly. But you know what I thought I could do is write a book and then just sell it online, like not even bother trying to publish it in case. Our readers or people I know, you know, want might want to read it. Um, oh, I guarantee you, people would want to read that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think yeah, it could ever sell yeah. or anything. Yeah, for sure. It couldn't really sell like as a as a book book, but I think people, you know, it might be good to just lay it down and have it there as the. History. It really might though. You just never know. You just have to try and see, you know, mm, because. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't, but um. All right. So anyway, here's the thing, you guys. Could take your podcast and turn it into a book. Yeah, I could. I, and that's probably what I'll try to do, maybe just something around that. I should finish that podcast, by the way. I stopped at 2013 or 2014, I think, around there. Um, because if anybody who's listening to this, that is goldtripping.com, which is my podcast memoir that I was very much into for a long time. And then I think it was like, what, like 2020 happened or something and everything changed. But anyway, so um, here we are. Just before the Oscars, um, we're we're just a few days away from the Oscars, believe it or not. And um, what is it? It's like we have it's Wednesday, so Sunday is Oscar Sunday. Um, I I feel strangely calm this time. Like usually, I'm I'm just a bundle of nerves and emotions and fear and stuff. For some reason, I just feel very zen this time. Like I don't know why. Because I guess Dang. because it's we know how it's going to turn out, maybe. Uh, we know the bit. I think we know the best picture feels. I mean, uh, unless you ask Pete Hammond, it, it feels pretty sewn sewn up. But mm. there's a lot of categories that I'm still kind of. Uh, that's why I kind of just need to get my predictions posted and walk away from it because I go back and forth and back yeah. and forth. Well, let's start with this. Let's talk about our predictions. Um. Okay. So I think because Clarence posted the Oscar Squad, which has all of our predictions laid out. Um, I think we could just, you know, we're, we're all predicting everything everywhere for best picture, right? Um, and- yeah. Um, looks like all the way across the board, everyone on staff 
There is, is on that because we finally fell in line. We finally just surrendered. Now let me tell you, if you this is this is the really disheartening thing about it for me because I was really hoping that Banshees would win screenplay. I'm still predicting Banshees for screenplay, but I'll tell you this: when you take a movie that's won the PGA, DGA, SAG Ensemble, it does not lose screenplay. It wins best director and screenplay. The only stipulation here is that it's the same people for both. And that's only happened uh, twice. One was Birdman. He had co-writers and one was Parasite. So it's not, you know, but I think that you can assume, given that it's probably going to win director and screenplay, even though in the era of the preferential ballot, they usually only win one or the other. I'm predicting Banshees for screenplay based on the power of the BAFTA that clearly did not like everything everywhere. And I think they're going to push some categories in a weird direction. I think that's one of them. Anyway, go ahead, Mark. Let's hear. I just, I just will say, so while we're on screenplay, it looks like that you and I and Marshall and Joey and David all are predicting Banshees to win Best Original Screenplay on the Oscar Squad chart, whether or not that's what we really feel or not. Because I barely touched my Oscar Squad chart. I just decided to stick with it. I didn't hardly change anything, but I, I do believe that it stands a good chance still. Hmm. So, I mean, there's not just, you know, there's five of us on staff who think that it could win. Good. I hope it does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, go ahead, Mark. So we're, we're going through original screenplay first? Yeah, oh, I, I, I mean, or just, yeah. just your overview right now of where you are in terms of, I mean, I, okay. I think we could do... It, let's just assume that the general consensus right now, not all of us notwithstanding, I would say the general, con I usually do this and we're, me and Marshall are putting together our big chart. And so our yeah. general consensus would be picture, director, screenplay for everything, everywhere, all at once. That seems logical. Best yeah. actor, got to go with, I, I think for general consensus, even though we're all predicting Austin Butler and we can get into that, but the general consensus would have to go with the SAG. So the SAG says, really? I was looking through okay. the charts uh, of the acting and, and you'd be surprised how many years all four SAG winners go with, go to Oscar. Mm -hmm. This is a, a, a certain situation that we're in right now, which we can talk about. But just in general, I would say Brendan Fraser, Michelle Yeoh, supporting actress. There is no general consensus pick. Supporting actress, yeah, Kihi Kwan. That's the hardest. Yeah, and adapted screenplay for women talking. So that's in the major categories. And, and a lot of people, most people are predicting everything for editing as well. Um, mm -hmm. So anything that deviates from that right now, we can talk about. Okay. Well, I, I'll start by just saying, I think, uh, I think this year, probably more than ever, is going to help us see what the power of BAFTA is in the British block. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many deviating races between what BAFTA went with and what the guilds went with. And it'll be real curious to see which ones were pushed by BAFTA and which ones weren't. Mm -hmm. um, so I do have a couple different than those consensus ones, I guess. I'm still – Adapted Screenplay is the one I think I'm going to come down to the last second to decide. But right now I have All Quiet on the Western Front over Women Talking. Wow. And and you said who was the favorite for supporting? Oh, I just think it's wide open. I, I don't really have a consensus. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there is a favorite. I'm I'm going with the British block there too, uh, Condon. Mm, me too. 
Um, I if if All Quiet wins screenplay, then it's winning Best Picture. Uh, I don't know because I have everything everywhere all at once winning the other screenplay. Right. True. Good point. So, I, but I think to I do win, think it'll be everything everywhere all at once. To beat um to beat women talking, I think gives you a lot of momentum. And yeah. 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 Like Green when Green Book won screenplay and then one picture. Yeah. Um. But I know that, yeah, everything's winning. I, I agree with you. Like, I, I would love to say that I thought some other movie could take, could take it down, but I don't think any movie can. I think it's just so locked. Yeah, it's hard to, you know, I, I respect Pete's uh, prediction for a Quiet, but I just, like, what is it based on? I mean, you're basically taking BAFTA versus the world at that point because mm. PGA, DGA, SAG, and then even a couple guilds, a few guilds that, were kind of surprising went to everything everywhere all at once. So there's, there's just broad support and one-on-the-one on one, that's the preferential ballot with PGA. Um, you know, I know it didn't show up well with BAFTA, but I just don't know how you can predict against it for, for I don't best either. picture at this point. I, I, so I was, I was talking to somebody and having this very lengthy conversation about it. And mm-hmm. he was telling me that he really did think that there was a chance for all quiet. I said, look, if there was weakness anywhere, there would be a chance. Like if it didn't win SAG Ensemble, if it didn't also win WGA and ACE, but this thing is locked in. Like it's won everything. There is no weakness anywhere to be. This is like Slumdog Millionaire level. This is even, um, it is, you know, it's, it's on par with Slumdog Millionaire at this point. Um, so on Argo, like it's one of those kind of winners. Like you cannot bet against it. There's, however, yeah. I would love to say just for the record that I think it would be very exciting if it. The only weakness, let's say, is BAFTA because obviously BAFTA went for Argo, BAFTA went for Slumdog, BAFTA went mm-hmm. for all the sweeps. And in this case, usually I say like in the years where, let's let's take the Birdman year, right? The Birdman year, we were all for Boyhood, 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 Boyhood win. Wins all the awards, wins the Globes. This is 2014. I have to look at the calendar for that year because I haven't really looked at it. But 2014? 2014. So you had had Boyhood won Critics' Choice, Grand Budapest Hotel, and Boyhood won the Globes. BAFTA went to Boyhood. SAG went to Birdman, yeah, and, DGA Birdman. No, exactly. And PGA but Birdman. but it was it was the time. This is what I'm getting at is the timing because yeah, I remember that year very specifically because I was a huge Boyhood yeah. fan and I hated Birdman. So I thought Birdman didn't win the Globe, just like Everything Everywhere didn't win the Globe. And I thought, okay, right. well, that means it's it can't possibly win. And then just like with the King's Speech and the Social Network, um, and just like with with uh, it, I mean, it it was one of those things that like. As soon as it hit the PGA, everything changed. And then it was a complete alignment behind Birdman across the board. And so at the time, I was thinking BAFTA didn't have... Oh, the same with... um, There was another movie, Shape of Water or or Roma or something. I don't know. But Oh, Revenant. Revenant and Spotlight. BAFTA didn't have time to change their minds about the movie. Like... And that's what I thought back then. There just wasn't enough time because it was a much more rushed season. You know, it was a shorter season than it was this year. So I thought maybe they have time to, if they had had time to see Birdman winning, maybe Birdman would have done better than winning just cinematography at the BAFTA, right? But this year, there was more, I think, more time. I think they knew that there was a front runner there with everything everywhere and they... They went against it. So what I don't know, what I haven't done yet, is looked at the exact calendar dates 
of these two years to compare them. It's the one thing I didn't do. Oh. And so I'll probably do that when the next article that I write, just for the hell of it, just for my own sake, so I can finish, I can close the loop on this, on this theory, which is that it's Birdman. I mean, it doesn't matter because this movie, but I will say that that's a year that you can compare with this year because um, Birdman did so poorly with the BAFTA and it was such an American thing. Like it was, it was igniting the Hollywood film industry because it was about superhero movies and actors. Yeah. And preserving the old way. And the, the, they don't have that problem in, in the UK. So what, what would divide, what would they, they just didn't get everything everywhere at all. Like it didn't do anything for them. So is that because it's a, a phenomenon local to us, to our industry? It didn't really make that much money overseas. It's not really an international phenomenon like you'd think it would be. So maybe it is Birdman. So that year with Birdman, Birdman ended up winning four Oscars. One picture, director, screenplay, and cinematography, I think, right? Four. Mm -hmm. So it didn't sweep, right? And it could have, considering how much it won. But I'm wondering, did the BAFTA prevent it from sweeping that year? Um, yeah. it, does that year show that the BAFTA doesn't have that much weight in the Academy after all? That it only really can matter if you have, let's say... Sorry, I'm going to stop talking in just one minute. Let me just get out this last no, thought. No, you're good. Go, go. When there's a split vote, the BAFTA can make the difference. Like when you had, um, uh, when you had, you know, it, I don't know, like Viola Davis or Andrew Day or whatever, and then they split the vote and then Francis McDormand gets the BAFTA vote and wins. Like in a category where the BAF, where the award body is split, like for instance, supporting actress. In that case, okay. is the BAFTA vote going to bring in Carrie Condon because it's going to be split for Jamie Lee Curtis and maybe Angela Bassett and maybe um, Stephanie Sue, who I think is actually way better than Jamie Lee Curtis personally. Um, and I would prefer her to win, <laughs> but you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is 60. Like, how can you argue with a woman winning at 60? Like, I just can't. So I'm thinking that I have Stephanie's on, on the Oscar squad chart. I have Stephanie. I think I might be the only one of us who does, but I, I went with her for my choice. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. I, I think she's really good. And I think that people are going to vote for her. And I think that people are going to vote for Jamie Lee. And I think that could split that vote. And I think that the mm -hmm. BAFTA, in that case, the BAFTA people could come in and push Carrie Connett. All right. Yeah. That's over. That's my speech. You know, you know whose precursor trajectory, as far as best picture, everything follows so far, or at least the most recent one, is No Country for Old Men. It won. They both won Critics' Choice, SAG, DGA, PJ, but lost Globes and BAFTA. So I'd be curious. I'd be curious what more those two might overlap. But just on just on the big prizes for Best Picture, they have the same yeah. four hits and the same two misses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, what I noticed for supporting actress when I was looking at my SAG chart was that, the, first of all, you don't really have years like this very often where there are three different winners. It just doesn't happen. Um, because yeah. most of the time, the winners are in alignment all the way down the line. You know, you have Regina King missing the SAG nomination, but then winning the Oscar. You have a, a kind of an odd year here and there. But for the most part, 
supporting actresses win 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 globe sag oscar like just straight down so we don't really have a situation like this very often to to compare and i was also thinking mm-hmm. today i finally figured out that um uh i can't use we can't use stats anymore because it's a whole new academy you know what i mean like yeah there's not too many you can right and and even a whole new bafta like they changed up their voting too they invited in a bunch of new people and um the the sag changed everything's changed so in a way we're we really are that's why i think we're seeing these weird wins like coda and these unpredictable years like that because um we are dealing with a new account like it was so easy to predict when it was just the same type of voter for decades you know it's made it's made it more fun though let's be honest because the last few years before last year it was starting to get i mean i guess last year was still a little predictable but mm. and we might say the same thing at the end of this year because there's there's like it's what makes it hard to look back on is the winner that you thought might win might end up winning but there's like two or three in a many categories that you see could see could win right a lot of years it's like you said it's a sweep it's an easy pick move on but man this year it's weird pictures like the easy one to predict it's everything else that's a little muddy it used to be we were pretty good at predicting all the way back in october and november now right we we can definitely get things nailed down in january though which we did this year yeah we know what's happening by january this year and so it's it's the stats i think we just need to just just re- somehow absorb the data you know there's there's, there's a bunch of new data points that we just yeah. need to absorb and work into the formulas the we'll be able to get a handle on them again but just right now like you say sasha we just haven't because it's just we don't understand it yet yeah i i taught i wrote about that a little bit in my final prediction piece there's three there's three years and i think we've talked about this too on the podcast before but there's three key years that I'm going to when I'm looking at stats. I used to look at, you know, 80, 90 years of stats. Now I'm looking at the year 2000, 2009, and 2012, because that's what we, I think we talked about this. 2000 was BAFTA, 2009 was preferential ballot, 2012 was the SAG after merge. Hmm. Mm. So those are the key dates to look at, I think. All right, so here's, I'm looking at the calendar from 2014, and, um, this is this is what I remember because you know the order people don't give enough credit to this, but the order of the awards matters. Like what it used to be Globes, then PGA, and the PGA would set the tone of what's gonna come out and sweep. Mm-hmm. But it's not that anymore. It comes DGA first, then PGA SAG, right? That's what's happening now and last year, I think. Um, but so back in 2014, you had the Golden Globes came at um january 11th okay so birdman didn't win and then you get all the way down to the director's guild wait producer's guild where's producer's guild is january 24th and then the director's guild is february 7th and the baftas are february 8th so that means and then they picked the they picked uh boyhood and i'm thinking that they just didn't quite catch the Birdman thing because it was one thing to win the Producers Guild, but then to win the Directors Guild too, it was clear that something was was happening. Um, Screen Actors Guild, well, I mean, January, 
Gen the Producers Guild was January 24th, was the Screen Actors Guild, and then February 7th was the Directors Guild. So it doesn't really mm -hmm. square. Like, doesn't that seem like they would have had enough time to see that Birdman was winning stuff? Um, so maybe they just didn't like Birdman, which I can't blame them for because <laughs> I didn't like it either. <laughs> so at any rate, it doesn't matter because Birdman still won, right? In a one picture and director and screenplay. Um, so the question people keep asking is, how many awards is everything everywhere all at once going to win? Are we finally going to see a sweep? Now, we'll tell you that the only sweep we've ever had in the era of expanded ballots was 1939 with Gone with the Wind. And we've never had anything like that since in the era of the expanded ballot. You know, it's like the most that they've ever won was the Hurt Locker in 2009 with six. So I think this movie can tie that at least. What do you guys think? Mm -hmm. Five or six, somewhere around. I think five is kind of what I settled on. What do you have? For it? everything, picture, picture director, screenplay, actress, supporting actor. Yeah. So I'm at, I'm at those five plus editing, so I have six. Yeah, yeah editing, so six. Yeah, six. Yep. I would have editing too. Yep. Yeah. Um, I am not going with editing, but I think it makes sense to go with it. I'm just not going to give up on Top Gun, <laughs> sadly. No, it, it makes sense. Top Gun is a, is, I can't imagine, I don't know what the favorite is there. I mean, I know everything's won a bunch of stuff, but there's that tricky sound uh, stat that, mm. you know, the, the winner of editing always has that sound nomination. So Right, but people are saying they think that that could go to All Quiet, and honestly, my instincts are telling me it's going to be All Quiet. Mm. But I'm I'm okay. um I'm going against my instincts just for the hell of it because what the hell you know I just in the in yeah. the event that it I mean I'm not going to do very well anyway probably I'm not going to get a great score on this I don't think um I'm not predicting that way anyway for that um yeah so I think I I'm just you know the 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 American voters here I think are going to like Top Gun more than the BAFTA people did but they. It's, so it's just going to come down to pure numbers. How many? There's about 10,000 Academy members. Uh, roughly 14% of those are actors. 9% are the second biggest branch, shockingly, is the animation and short film branch. And I was talking to this guy about it. And it's basically the mini international feature. Because almost all the shorts for the last mm -hmm. 10 years or whatever, very few of them have been by American filmmakers. They're almost all by international wow. filmmakers. So that branch is full of international voters, in addition to the ones that they've added. And probably uh, skewing younger too, younger and international. Yeah, for sure, younger, mm -hmm. making the shorts, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so you got to figure that that is a lot why we've we've been seeing this switch shift you know this shift uh in recent years i think to that kind of um sensibility so those guys what are they going to pick they're going to like everything everywhere all at once probably maybe or maybe all quiet um but anyway um i okay so next question do you think that i didn't ask twitter so i'm just flying blind here but do you guys think that that everything everywhere no i did Oh, you did. Okay. Do, do you think that they that it's can, yeah. that it can win the three acting awards that people are saying, and and if it does, and it wins that with best 
picture, that'll be the first time in Academy history that that happens. So it would be, it would be what happened at SAG, but happening at the Oscars. I think it could happen. And I'm, you know, again, I think supporting actress is the toughest race of the night because you have three that if any one of the three actresses, Bassett, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, or Condon, if any, if any of the three won, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. So yeah, I think it's. I think it definitely could happen. I'm not. I'm leaning away from predicting that, but I feel like yeah. my my logic tells me that everything everywhere splits, and the love for Banshees is going to pull her through. She's also really good in the movie, and she has a pretty much a lead role. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think that love for Jamie Lee Curtis could drive her through. Love for Angela Bassett, but these guys all seem like they have a faction of voters. But they don't have that um, best picture other than, you know, because Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Sue both have everything everywhere, but they both can't win. So they're going to have to, they'll be splitting that vote. So, but the, but the other one, Angela Bassett doesn't have love of best picture of, you know, of best picture, but Carrie Condon does. And in, in Is Banshees, uh, which has done so well, did so well to London film critics and has, has been so dominant this season. Really going to just go home empty handed? Like, seriously? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. good, good logic. Yeah. Yep. Um, someone right. asked, oh, I'll just jump ahead to one of the questions because someone said, what would be the biggest indicator early on that an upset is possible for picture and director? Well, actually, no, that's not even the question that would apply to this. But I would say that, that, if, that if one of the actresses from Everything Everywhere does win supporting actress, yes. the first award, of the evening, Danette, in spite of the spat, in, in spite of being a split, if one of them still wins, I think we can just, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's done. Well, Every, uh, it's not going to yeah. be any upset. Obviously, if they deny poor Kihi Kwan that, that award for supporting, yeah. oh. then that's a pretty good oh. indicator that there's going to be mm -hmm. some trouble. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I don't think that's going to happen. I, I hope it doesn't because I don't want right. to see him lose. Yeah, I don't want to see film Twitter see him lose. <laughs> I, I don't film think any of the other nominees want to see him lose. I don't think <laughs> right. any no. any of the other supporting actor nominees want to be at the other end of that wrath that's going to come down on them if, if they beat him, right? Who would but want he, to? he's also so no, sweet. Thanks. I mean, I'd love to see him win right. an Oscar. That'd yeah. be, that's the only and thing that I'm looking forward to for the entire evening. So I hope that he wins. And I mean, obviously he's going to, so there's no question. And so let's dive into best actress and best actor, shall we? These are the real tough ones. And then we'll go through the crafts categories. How about that? Mm -hmm. Sure. Mark, you're going to have to lead those or somebody else because I'm not okay. the best person with the crafts. But let's start okay. with best actor. Um, I noticed that Marshall, our friend Marshall, has still has Brendan Fraser, and I think that's a good pick. But... In the end, the reason that I went with Austin Butler was because of the broad, broader support for the movie. Like, I think that when it wins cinematography at the ASC and it's going to win one costume, it's probably going to win costume. It's, it could win cinematography and it could win production design. So you, you're really going to win three Oscars and then Austin Butler not win? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Marshall and Megan both, it looks like, have have have... What was Frazier? They're, but those, they're, they're the only two of us. Mm -hmm. What do um, you guys think? Yeah, I agree with what you said. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like, I like Butler there. Yeah. Clarence. Oh, you know, I'm not changing my vote. <laughs> I'm going down in flames. And uh, it's it's the whole reason I'm not watching the ceremony is because I, I, I don't want to see the outcome of this play out in real time. I want to find it out online after the fact. <laughs> I just I don't know why I'm so emotionally invested in this category, but it's just like I have huge respect for somebody and I have massive dislike for another performance so um <laughs> that that it is what it is I, and i just it's the only thing that i'm emotionally involved in this year and i just can't take it i, just, I was There's just talking about it today and i started having heart palpitations no it's such a weird I had thing forgotten, when, Claire, oh, so you guys st such strong feelings about it i thought i went out on a limb the other day and emailed that we were our email chain that we had together i thought maybe i might misspoke because i killed another conversation I, by me being really blunt about how I felt about that. But I've had forgotten that you also have strong feelings about it. Um, that's the weird thing about doing this job is that I usually have that, that feeling. The only, the only tiny little bit of irritant that I have this year, which is, I know it's down to just ego on my part. Like it is just pride, pride goeth before the fall. But the thing that bugs me the most are people on Twitter saying, about everything everywhere like this is this is the most obvious and easy choice for five months now or whatever you know like if you if you even thought for a second that any other movie was going to win then you're an idiot you know like that sort of thing drives me nuts because yeah. you just yeah. never know how things are going to go and and i if i thought the movie was great sorry people i don't then i i would have <laughs> been more faithful toward it you know but since I didn't well, like the movie, it was it's one of those things that I had to like convince myself that it was going to win. Look, the, the, the people just hopped on the right horse this year. Last year, they were all talking about Power of the Dog had it in a walk. Right. And you yeah, know, the, it's the same thing out. every year. It yeah, is. It's, it it's is. the same thing every year. The only thing that I'm noticing more of this year is a lot more comparisons of like greatest of all time type talk. Like right. there was somebody, somebody, I can't remember who it was, but somebody tweeted something about like if everything everywhere and women talking win the screenplay awards. That's the best one to, that's the best two winners in the history of Oscars. I'm like, what <laughs> are you, do you have any concept of film history? Like, I mean, I mean, that's, that's you just, just have to laugh at that. That's, and I, I love mean, that. The, I love both those movies, but are you kidding me? I think I, I appreciate uh, the passion, but I have yeah, to deal just, with this. I have to accept the fact of a generational shift, man. I it's know. Like, I, feel I know. Like it's so gross. The, the people that the boomer, the boomers that carved out culture in the 1970s that created great films yeah. and and standards for movies and standards for books and standards for journalism that we all grew up chasing. We were all in the wake yeah. of that, and so our taste is defined. But these young people, their tastes are more defined by social justice stuff. Like to them, it's like if a woman right. is winning a movie <laughs> about rape, then that's good to them. Like that qualifies as like the greatest thing ever because to them, it's tied in with the whole movement. It's tied in with something bigger than them. And it's just hard yeah. to, it's just hard for us olders <laughs> who thought like, you know, <laughs> Godfather was great or whatever. Like it's just hard right. for us to, you know. To, to grok all of this change because I, I, I can't look at a movie like I think I did a, a tweet that I knew irritated people today because I said you know when people stop qualifying your work then you know you're great like 
the fact that people have to say which film by a woman, you know, like a woman oh, director yeah. or whatever, like a person of color, like when they do that, they're qualifying it. Anyway, so I said that and I thought that, you know, like I have to remember that that's how they see it. You know, they, that's how they see that, that I now that voting is over and I won't hurt my my dear publicist friend on this movie or hurt Sarah Polly's feelings. I really like her and I really I don't think it was a good adaptation. and I don't think it should win because I read the book and the book did some just sidebar. Sorry to be taking up time with this, but I just want to make this point. The book spoke. The book factored in the fact that these women were not educated and they didn't have words for the things that they were feeling and the things they had to Ooh. go through because their, their, their language was so limited. So, and, and Sarah Polly's characters come off as very well-educated, very articulate. And so the movie is sort of inert because you already know at the beginning where it's going. Like you don't ever have any doubt. Whereas with the book, you're, you're listening to them kind of struggle through this thing they don't have the vocabulary for because they're mm -hmm. not, they weren't raised in as feminists like these women come off in this movie. It comes off like a, you know, a coffee break at the Weinstein Co. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to women whose way of life has conditioned them never to speak out, never to speak up, never to talk about this at all. And as you're listening to them talk, they, you know, and they're, they're struggling. That's the power of the language of that book, but she, it didn't translate to the movie. So that's why I never thought that she should it's win. Not, Go yeah, ahead, Ryan. It's not, it's not even just about feminists. I mean, that is a, a great aspect of it, a major aspect about the feminist uh, point of view. But it's also, how do you become that articulate and have such a vocabulary if you don't read or yeah, write? exactly. Uh, if you're illiterate, how do you acquire that kind of vocabulary? And that's one of the great things that, about Holly Hunter and the piano, because she doesn't have, she can't mm -hmm. speak, right? Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. It's still going to win. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, mm -hmm. that bugged me about it. So I, I don't think that Maybe. it is, you know. Um, all right. So all, all of us are Austin Butler. What about Best Actress? It's, it's got to be Michelle Yeoh, right? Wouldn't you say by now? This that's one is, yeah, that's who I'm going with. But my head for the past couple of days has been doing this like goodwill hunting level of calculations that I can't like I feel actually it's not even goodwill hunting. It's more like um, a beautiful mind where I feel like I'm going crazy with like, <laughs> where does BAFTA come in? Does, does yeah. what, What's the what's the Riceboro effect? Yeah. Like, you know, all her friends, do they continue to support her? And does that mean Kate loses votes or does that mean Michelle loses votes and Kate comes in with that? I mean, there's just there's three scenarios that I just you know, I'm going with Michelle because of SAG, but I just it's so close. All right. I think you just that... you just talked me into it. I'm going to have to switch my vote to 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 Kate Blanchett. And the reason I just realized is, is Tar going to go home empty handed? One of the best reviewed, best loved films of the year. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they're going to split those votes. You don't want to talk about splitting votes. Let me tell you something. Rob sends me the preliminary results of after two or three days of the of our awards daily ballot. He said he the headline the subject header of his email he sent me was I want this tie to happen. So I didn't know what he was talking about, but I checked his preliminary results. The, after the first, it looks like um, 500, 600 votes or so. Cable and Chet had 44.4% of the votes. Michelle Yao had 44.4% of the vote. 
exactly wow. tied, 44.4 apiece. Well, so I'll, that's amazing, isn't it? That's, I'd be so happy with a tie. Are you kidding? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, but at least my mind. I think right down that, to the fraction, though, it was just amazing. But I think that at the Oscars, you have something different than you do at, say, the Spirits or something like that. You have love for the movie Tar. And if mm -hmm. it's not going to win in screenplay and it's not going to win in director, it's got to win in actress because it's not going to go home empty handed. And too many people love that movie. I mean, it's it's not like it's a dud heading into the Oscar race. And, right. and everything... I have, a, I mean, I, I, I have a, on, in my, on the Oscar squad chart, I'm not giving up, you know, because that's just the way I am. But I would but I'm also will not be unhappy. If she doesn't no me either i actually want michelle yeo to win yeah. personally i do like i think i think that she's you know paid her dues she's in their mm -hmm. 60s too and she should win this oscar i really think that but when i'm listening to clarence and i'm thinking about those bafta voters and i'm thinking about the movie tar and how every time i turn around someone's saying that that's the only movie that they loved that's the only movie that should win and it's mostly guys the academy's 70 percent men and it is, um, yeah, seventy percent men, right? So, and they're uh, and most of them are not gay, right? Most of them are are straight right. men, and so I don't know, I don't know. Now I'm now I'm thinking maybe, you know, that love for Tar, that kind of guy, that kind of person, is going to put her over the edge because they love that movie so much and they love that it's about cancel culture and everything. Um, it's, it's what it's what Ann Thompson would call the the steak eater vote. She's gonna get the steak eater mm -hmm. vote. You know, that's me. <laughs> I mean, those I'm numbers are amazing. Not only are they tied, but they are such a substantial high number. So that only leaves like two or three percent. The other three nominees, in other words, only got three percent of the vote each, which is amazing that they dwindled down to that much because there just weren't any votes left over. The only other person who got such uh, a high number, a uh, high percentage of the ballots was for supporting actor, and he got 50, 58.9% of those. So he ran away with it. There's just nobody he even came close. But that's the only person who, who won by over 50% in any of the major categories. Hmm. All right, so who's voting for, who's predicting Michelle Yo, and who's predicting Kate Blanchett? Ryan's got Blanchett. You guys are both Yo, Mark, and Clarence? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I I think so. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> After all that, it's, it's, uh... you're kidding. You're kidding After me about that. not watching, are you? So on Sunday night, you're not going to watch Clarence? Is it? Were you serious? I actually am not. I probably am not going to watch. Um, because we are flying. Um, I booked. Oh, okay. I booked. We're going in. So next week, we're taking. My family's taking a cruise, and uh, hmm. so. Months ago, I booked the airline ticket and didn't okay. even think about the fact that this was Oscar oh. night. So we're probably going to be in the air and traveling to the uh -huh. hotel and won't get to the hotel until like nine. And then we won't have eaten anything. Uh -huh. it, it's, you know, I'm probably just going to yeah. be one of those people that, that they don't get ratings for. They get, uh, you know, I'll look at it on Twitter. I, I cannot <laughs> imagine a better way to spend the evening than that. I swear to God, like I'm looking, I'm always telling Chris Tapley, like I'm always looking forward to the day when I do not have to watch the Oscars anymore <laughs> because I, you know, it's such a high, it, it won't be high stress for me. It'll just be a little bit of just, 
Grin and Barrett get to roll it. You can do it. You can do it. But um, but it'll be fine because my daughter will be here and Michael will be here and we'll be watching it. But um, but Mark, you get to actually go. Aren't you excited? Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you again. I'm yeah, so looking forward to it. You got your tux. I do. Got your tux. So mm-hmm. and you're gonna have yeah. a wristband, which means that because where you're gonna be sitting <laughs> is where I'm always sitting, which is in the nosebleed. So it's like the yeah. There's like one, two, three tiers. And each okay. tier has its own bar and you walk up, oh. you can take elevators or you can take the stairs. And I always hang out at the top because I'm weird and shy and I don't like talking to people. <laughs> but if you, if you had the bracelet, you can go down to the bottom. Number one, where, where Clayton's probably going to be. And that's where all the movie stars are. And mo- most people hang out in the bar. They don't watch the Oscars. So you have seat fillers, but, but that's the fun thing is it's much more fun to be out. If you go to the Oscars, you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll walk out of the bar. Everybody will be partying and, and while the show's going on. <laughs> and then they have it up on the monitors. And pe- some people are watching. Some people are. Most people are just there to be there. And then during commercial break, you get to go in and sit down and watch the show. And then when there's another commercial break, you get to go back out. Um, what, but What do you mean watch the show? Watch, well, watch, watch the, the, live, show. the live show. The live show. Oh, okay. You know, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The ceremony, you get to watch it, but you're way uh, so far up. You can't really see from where, from where you're going to be sitting, but it's still really fun to watch the Oscars. Yeah. The, oh yeah. So, just being so there would be fun. No, the, the best bracelet thing, thing, not everybody gets a bracelet. Is that what you're saying? Not, no, we, or, anybody who, yeah, it's a press thing. So if you have oh, press credentials, okay. you, but see the cool thing about that is he can go to any floor and talk to anybody and hang out there, but you can't, you still have to sit when you sit as in your seat. But let me just tell you something is that the most fun part of the Oscars for me um, is sitting in the theater and, and, and as they nom, I mean, first of all, you have to sit there and just watch how they produce the thing. You just have to see how they do it because it's so cool. The coolest thing is when the lights come down and they're naming the nominees. This is the most fun about going to the Oscars. It's way more fun than any other part, way more fun than dressing up, than hanging out with celebrities. It's sitting in the theater, in this giant theater, as the house lights go completely dark and they're naming the nominees (laughs) and you hear the applause all through the house for each nominee. It's just incredible. And then when they name the nominees, you hear the whole house explode with applause and the lights come back up. I mean, it's so exciting. That part of it is just pure magic and you're going to love it. So definitely make sure you spend some time inside the theater watching the awards, even though you can't really see. I'll be I'll be probably watching the whole awards. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that I'll move too much, but yeah, no, it's I'm gonna super, take it all in. It's super fun, and that's my favorite yeah. part of it is the sitting inside part. It's just, I mean, I loved it. It's, uh, yeah. I won't talk about the slap, but that was quite traumatizing. So <laughs> that's gonna be the thing everybody's yeah. gonna be talking about. Um, yeah. But anyway, I hope you have a great, great time, and uh, definitely text me if you have Thank any you. questions while you're there, and I'll I'll be okay. happy to answer them. Um, all right, Oops. so okay, where where were we now? Um, I'm out of my. We're trance. gonna go through the. <laughs> gonna go through the rest of the. Yes, yeah, so let's do the craft, craft categories. Yeah. Mark's so gonna lead it. Mark's gonna that. lead that. Go for okay. it. Okay, let's go. Let's start with some of the easy ones, and and just I guess uh, I think a few of these we probably all agree on what's winning so to me probably the easiest one of the night is visual effects do we all think avatar yep i am yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
pretty easy one, I think. It's kind of swept all the precursors and has that production design nominee that is important. Uh, international feature, I assume we probably all have All Quiet on the Western Front winning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yep. And then animated feature, we have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio probably winning that, right? Yep. Okay. Let's get into some more tricky ones. So original song, this one's actually yeah making me all sorts of nervous. So what do you guys have for original song? I'm actually, that's one of my riskier, that's my risky. I'm going with uh, Black Panther on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I, like I, I think that they're going to want to award Black Panther with something. Plus it's Rihanna. And I yeah. feel like she's just got something going on this year that, that might yeah. give her the, the lift. I did want to pick RRR, but I just don't know that that, that translates to the Academy so much. Uh, that enthusiasm for that, even though they'd be so happy to win that award. <laughs> Yeah. And I hope that they do win, but I just I'm I had a hunch about Rihanna, so we'll see. How about you guys? I have RRR. Yeah. Mm. As do I. So do I, but I really want to switch to the Top Gun song with uh, the Lady Gaga hold my hand. I don't know why. Yeah, I know. I had that too. I, I actually that's my favorite of the songs. Yeah, same. But I feel like they're going to want to, I just, I feel like there's going to be some, I hate to say this, please don't kill me, everybody, but I think that there's just going to be some virtue signaling going on here a little bit in various places. And I feel like they're going to want to be inclusive and representative, and that's the best place to do it. Um, that's why I'm picking yeah. that. Yeah, and I could see, I mean, not to, not to would be inclusive as well, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So, I mean, yeah. that's... For sure. But black yeah, I can women. See one of those if they're not going to pick Angela Bassett, that's a way to, to award a black woman. Ah. It kind of reminds me yeah. of like when Selma won song. Yeah. Mm. All right. How about production design? Another one that's kind of tricky. There's two front runners, I think Babylon and Elvis. Which way did you guys go with that? I went with Babylon. Babylon. Yes. I am picking Elvis for that. Oh, okay. I know that's what, a weird... What made you lean that way? Because I feel like they like Elvis, and it's a Best Picture nominee. And I think in this case of an expanded ballot, it's they're, they're, if they really liked Babylon, it would have more nominations than it does. Even mm-hmm. for that. I had a harder time with score, because Babylon's score is so obviously great. But I am still picking John Williams for that. You guys don't be like me because I'm just going all over the place here. <laughs> you got to go with no, Mark. It's... You know, I'm like herding cats at this point. I've reached that point in my career <laughs> where I really should not follow my predictions at all. Go ahead, Mark. You advise them on what they so should I, be. I had, I also had Babylon. I, I, I totally could see Elvis winning. So I, I, I think that's maybe the smarter pick because it's the best picture nominee. And there's something, something like 11 of the last 13 winners in this category we're also nominated for picture so that's uh, that's important so i could definitely see elvis winning that but i just babylon the whole movie is set design after set design you yeah. know in the, in the mm-hmm. desert when they're making when they're filming the movies and all these different set designs there the set design around that giant party in the beginning there's so many like memorable sets and there are an elvis too i guess too but 
I just Babylon just really stood out to me there. Did Babylon win the uh, ADG? It did. But yeah, Babylon won ADG for period, and then the other ADG winner for fantasy was Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is not nominated. So if an ADG winner is to repeat, which and the reason uh, I'm since picking Elvis is because of Catherine Martin. Yeah, because yeah, she's she. They love her. You know, and if it's going to win costume, would it really not win production design too on Catherine Martin? Didn't she win for like uh, Great Gatsby? Didn't that win that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, she won for Moulin Rouge too, right? Yeah, so they love her. So it's hard to bet against that. But I can see Babylon probably deserves it. And look at they all do. Look at how good all the production design is on this yeah, category. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. The two... The two interesting stats, there's two interesting stats. So for Elvis, the one in its favor I mentioned were 11 for 13 winners uh, of production design were also nominated for Best Picture. Right? Babylon's not, Elvis is. But uh, the stat for Babylon would be since 2009, one of the ADG winners for period or fantasy has gone on to win the production design Oscar every year. Mm, Wow, that is a good... And and that's Babylon and everything everywhere all at once and everything's not nominated. So that's a pretty that both of those are pretty good streaks going. So it could go either way there. I think it's a but I think that the production designers picking Babylon makes sense because they know what they're doing. But the Academy, they're not all production designers. They're you know a bunch of other kind of people. The actors might like Babylon since they nominated it for ensemble, but uh, I feel like he's. You know, that movie's got a stink on it right now in Hollywood. And um, it's hard for me to imagine them just deviating from their love of awarding Best Picture nominees. And I feel like what they do is spread the wealth. So wherever they can, they don't often send movies home without, in this era of the expanded ballot, without winning something. They do sometimes, but it's it's very, it's it's, it's unusual uh for a bunch of them to to go home although we know that that elvis is already probably going to win a couple of other oscars seems like the bafta people really love elvis and they could also give it some power here um there's also avatar could win there for production design it's got incredible production design you know for sure you know that that thing of like winning the production design it's production design visual effects and cinematography that they sometimes go all together um if elvis wins cinematography and wins costume it's pretty likely gonna win production design too so let's move that into cinematography then where uh elvis has a good chance of winning there it won the cinematographers guild the asc Mm-hmm. And then it's up against All Quiet on the Western Front, which won BAFTA and the BSC. So which which way are you guys going with cinematography? Well, I can't bet against All Quiet on that one, sorry. I think yeah. it's going to win that, yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, I don't mean unfortunately. I mean, it just... Stop dis- it. No, what I mean is I, 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 I'm supportive <laughs> of it. I think it should win, but I just discounted everything that I just said about Elvis. That's all I mean. No, I, that... no, I think it's it could it could definitely split apart that way. Yeah. I Clarence, mean... you have um, Mandy Walker for cinematographer. Okay, so Clarence took uh, uh, Elvis for cinematography, and then Sasha, Ryan, and I take All Quiet on the Western Front. Is that correct? Looks like, yes. Okay. Uh, we talked about the screenplays, so let's go to sound. 
Uh, Top Gun versus All Quiet on the Western Front, pretty much. What do you guys think there? Um, uh, What are you going to predict for sound? Me? Yeah. Oh, I, I I took Top Gun. Yeah, me I think too. Top Gun wins something, and this is the this is its best shot. I think. Yeah, I think, you think so. it looks like all of us have Top Gun except for Jalal and uh, uh, Joey and David. Yeah. Uh huh. So we're all in line for Top Gun and for sound, because by the same thing that you've been saying, I just can't imagine that David just go home totally empty-handed. Yeah. And you were talking earlier about production design, visual effects, and cinematography being connected with sound. It's it's very connected to editing, and um, Top Gun is one of the films that are nominated for both. Uh, I think it's Top Gun and Elvis are the two that are up for sound and editing. So that is that's pretty much why that that's pretty much what way why i lean top gun overall quiet yeah i i feel like with top gun i feel like they like the movie enough that they're gonna want to award it um yeah yeah and i think that i think that there's a stake eater vote that that definitely um will will push top gun over the edge i mean if it was coming close to winning best picture then it's probably going to win something i think um yeah even though i'm sure you know I, i agree with you i think this is and this is its best chance of all the categories i think you know when you look at sound and um what else is it up for cinematography well you know it missed cinematography didn't that was like the big shock of the of nominations Mm -hmm. it was all right let's let's go to costume design this is likely elvis's to lose but black panther um was the winner in 20 i think it was 2018 that um i just drew a blank on her name ruth ruth carter i don't Mm -hmm. know why i'm drawing a blank yeah, that's right. Is that right? Okay. I think so, yes. Yeah, I forget. Um, anyway, what do you guys have for costume design? Um, I, d- I still have Elvis on that with Catherine Martin. And then if it wasn't Catherine yeah. Martin, I'm not sure that I would be predicting it for costume. Because as much as I love the costumes, they're like Elvis costumes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's not exactly inventing costumes because we've seen them so that's many times. Point. But she's such a, a revered designer that I think that they won't give it up. I mean, it might not win there, um, but the, but it did win the the costume design. I just feel like there's a little bit of a surge for Elvis here, and there definitely was at the BAFTA, so those things could push it. But what right. else is nominated there that could win? Uh, well, the big oh, go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. Um, Black Panther, Babylon, everything, everywhere, and Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. And uh, I mean, it looks, it looks like the entire squad has Elvis winning, except for me. And of course, what did I go for? I went for Babylon, which I don't even, you know what I'm thinking, because I mean, <laughs> I'm impressed with Elvis too. But I, you know how I am, and so um, I'm the only person who did not, who does not, who does not have Elvis predicted on the on the squad chart. It's hard. It's hard to bet against a category when the guild and BAFTA both go for it. And that's what you have mm-hmm. with Elvis, Elvis won right. BAFTA and costume designers guild. So it's, it's hard to pick elsewhere at that point. You know, there is, there is the, the, the black Panther thing. It could win there. I remember when the first black Panther was up, I predicted it in, in many categories. And that's one, I think that was the year I did really well because I just sensed that they were going to th- kind of throw awards at it. I don't know. sense that this year coming in, but there is a slight chance that it could go that way. 
you know, yeah. um, that they could just want to embrace Black Panther. Uh, I don't know. That's Almost all 10 of us, it looks like it have it, Black Panther Wakanda in second place. Almost all of us have it down for yeah. second place because the, the costumes are just incredibly intricate. I mean, they're just amazingly detailed. And I'm just, you know, unlike really any other nominee this year, it's, um, it's inconceivable the amount of work that goes into all that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So we're leaning Elvis with costume design. Are we leaning the same way for makeup and hairstyling? Elvis, The Whale, and All Quiet on the Western Front, probably the three with the best shot of winning. I want to say, first off, this is the category that I'm the most, I guess, emotionally invested in and rooting hardest for. I think the makeup in All Quiet on the Western Front is insanely good. The, the way that um, they cake the mud on in layers, mm. Heike Merker and Linda Eisenhoverova, if I said that right, like their work in this in that film is incredible. I'm I'm predicting Elvis, um, but I'm rooting for All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm. Mm, that, that's what I have down as my prediction, but and based uh, largely on your enthusiasm for it, Mark. I mean, I like oh, it no. already. <laughs> no, really, no, no, it's not. I don't blame you. I'm giving you credit because okay. of the way you're just so so articulate oh, about it. why you think it's so special, and it just made me really reconsider it and and respect it. Mm. Um, yeah, that's the the makeup thing is tough. I mean, I guess it's because it's Tom Hanks's makeup and Elvis's makeup. Seems like it's mm -hmm. a more tough job than just the whale, you know. Yeah. Even though we know there's that stat of like, if it wins makeup, it'll also win best actor. That that is a stat, and it could go that way. It could definitely go that way if Brendan Fraser is actually going to win. But um, the makeup on both of them was kind of like loved and hated at the same time, you know. The makeup on Tom Hanks and Brendan Fraser were both sort of ridiculed, but also, you know praised at the same time so it was kind of but there's more to the elvis thing than just uh that there's just a lot of hairstyling involved funny priscilla presley hairstyling and stuff um so i don't know i feel like that category could have a surprise in it what what makes me a little more confident with elvis here is as good as the makeup is with All Quiet on the Western Front, and as much as BAFTA loved All Quiet on the Western Front, they still went with Elvis here. Um, so getting BAFTA, they got BAFTA, they got the Critics' Choice, and they got the um, the Guild, the Makeup Artists and Hairstyles Guild. So it's it's hard to again bet against it when the Guild and BAFTA are voting for it. So. And yeah, I, mean, I think like you mentioned too, the acting uh, connection. You know, if we're picking Butler, that's another reason to check it off for yeah, all this. So exactly. I, I think this is a hard one. I think it's a it's these are this is one of those hard ones, but my mind is made up. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's there's some there's some hard ones that I'm like, I don't know what the hell to do. And then there's some hard ones where I'm like, fuck it, I'm going with Elvis for makeup. Yeah. And right? and you're you you know, you you score really well year after year. And and I think that sometimes like what Pete Hammond is doing with the best picture, like that's a one in a million shot. But if it pays, yeah. if it pays off, oh, if it, it hits, because genius, yeah. I mean, I don't think it will, but um, no, I don't. But I think if you know, <laughs> I don't see how anything could beat this movie if it's won all these guilds. Like, like I say, there's just no weakness anywhere. BAFTA, I don't know that they're that yeah. strong. Uh, maybe yeah. I don't know. Let's see. 
All right, let's get into the hardest one. So let's do the three shorts. So oh, wait, best did we live do, action. We didn't do score yet, did we? Uh, I'm getting there. Oh, okay, I'm getting okay. There. That's, <laughs> I'm getting to the heart. These are the hardest categories. All now. right, all right. Okay. Yeah, so let's 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 start with the shorts because I think score might be aside from supporting actress. I think score might be the very toughest one. It is because it's... I could see it going four, maybe even five different ways. I know. Same. But let's let's go live action short. Um, I think this one is very popular for the Irish Goodbye, I think, is the big one. And, and La Pupelle are the two that I think most people are, are going with. I really loved the Red Suitcase. That's the way I want to lean. But so I think good. in the end I'm going to go Irish Goodbye because it's the only English film of the five. And it won BAFTA for something. So what do you guys have for live action short? I have that one because I loved I love the They're all so good. They always are every year. But I wish that um, people had to see them all now. They don't anymore. Yeah. And that, that always makes it a situation where a big name like Alfonso Cuaron can influence voting. Right. Even if right. they don't see it, they vote for it because they see his name on there. And so I feel like that movie that nobody really likes could still win, you know? Um, yeah. That's yeah, love to kill. Sure. That, that movie could win because yeah. it has such big names on it. And usually that's how it goes, right? You just don't bet against the big name in the shorts. But I'm only going with Irish Goodbye just because it's such a winning film. And I, I just can't imagine they're not going to pick that movie. But they might not, you know. Red Suitcase Brian, is the best. For that? Mm, I have uh, Irish Goodbye also. Yeah, the and, uh, I'm supposed to be picking. I'm supposed to be um, saying what oh, Clarence, yeah, Clarence. We lost Clarence, yeah. and Clarence also has um, an, the Irish goodbye. An Irish goodbye. Okay. Sasha, what were you going to say about Red? I suitcase? was just going to say Red Suitcase is so good, and I could also see that yeah. one winning just because it is so yeah. good. Really, really yeah, good. That's. Movie. I'm tempted to go out on a limb with that one. I don't know how much of a limb it is when it's the short films, but that's that's by far my favorite of those five. So, I don't know. It's very suspenseful and. Yeah, it kept me more interested in what was going to happen than any other short film. It's just a, a question right, of how oh, how it builds a consensus. Like, where is yeah. it building the consensus? I'm, you know, that's why I say like if if I think it would win if they all had to watch it. Right. Yeah. But okay, best animated short film. This one, there's a clear front runner with the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. But it seems like more often than not the live act or the animated short film the front runner oftentimes does not win i'm rooting for an ostrich told me the world is fake and i think i believe it i thought that one was amazing um but i did predict the boy the mole the fox and the horse how about you guys same uh, i'll tell you this driving around la there's ads yeah. for that there's fyc billboards oh, okay. for that movie yeah around yeah. town so it's hard for me to think like okay well they're not gonna i mean that's coming in with some strong apple money there because that yeah you know right. if you're if you're doing ads for short films um i think people driving around burbank are gonna see that you know and probably just vote yeah. for it so and it's all over the wrap and the envelope and variety i see ads for it all the time in those trades as well so yeah Clarence also has uh, has that, and uh, it looks like all of us do, except for Megan. Megan uh, chose uh, My Year of Dicks, because that's how Megan is. <laughs> you know what? That Nothing one, wrong with that. That could also win, because her. it's very eye-catching, the title, and people right. probably uh -huh. just could have just watched it for that reason, and, you uh -huh. know, it could win because of that. 
Um, I didn't actually like it that much personally, but um, no, I didn't either. That was annoying. I kind a of, fan. I thought kind of trite. Yeah. And uh, the what was the best one of those? It wasn't the mole. The ostrich one. The ostrich. It was the ostrich. Yeah. God, it was so good. That I don't know. What did you What did you like the most? I don't know. I can't remember. I think the ones I liked didn't get in actually. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But I the think the flying sailor and ice merchants were decent though. Mm, yeah i like the mole one i i do love it yeah. the animation of it is so beautiful it is a little on the saccharine side you know like it's just a little too sweet but um but it's it's beautifully animated and um, it's hard for me to imagine just on that alone it not winning because people can see it with those ads they can just see what it looks like and um anyway right all right uh, the third short film category, documentary short subject, my personal favorite was How Do You Measure a Year? And I can't imagine if you're a parent that you don't vote for that one. It's amazing. Um, but Stranger at the Gate has Malala's name attached to it. And so I went with that one. Oh, you did? Yeah. Shoot. I, I might... didn't want to. I wanted to go I wanted to go Martha Mitchell effect or How Do You Measure a Year? But I just, I don't know that those are getting as much love. I went with Elephant Hunters because because I heard the be- the most um, people reacting to that one, but um, yeah. but I really want to go to the that horribly depressing one that I won't watch. Haul out. Haul out. Oh no, it's awful. I know. I, I <laughs> don't really do want... it. It's so bad. <laughs> I don't want to watch it because of that. It's it's literally like twenty five minutes of you just watching a bunch of walruses or whatever it is on the beach, and it's like nothing happens. I don't know. It was my least favorite of the five. All right. So what about the the Malala one? What's that one about? So I don't want to ruin that one in case you watch it because it's really – you don't see it coming. Um, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for you. So it's it's worth watching. They're all worth watching. But it's – how do I say this without spoiling? So I'll say – I mean it's a short, so it's easy. It's a quick watch. But I, I didn't like it the most by any means but i think it's just kind of one of those hard to not pick ones i guess well i just did something crazy i went back to to cape blanchett and um i can just see in my mind's eye michelle yo winning that like just not losing it but i don't know (laughs) something about his clarence's conversation with me made me think i i need to change that because and that's only because of tar um going going not winning anything the strength of that movie i think is gonna because everything everywhere is winning a bunch of awards like remember the critics choice when it won everything but it didn't win best actress Mm -hmm. Uh, and and i know she has the sag and for her to lose the oscar after winning the sag would be a huge scandal (laughs) uh but i don't know like does the bafta care you know Mm. what do you guys think about that do you think it's just crazy to do that no, I think it's 50-50. I think pick, pick the pony and go. Mm-hmm. Either one yeah. wins, I won't be surprised at all. Ryan, are you predicting I, Michelle Yeoh or, or Kate? Kate, but I do really, I agree. It's just 50-50 toss-up. I mean, it's a coin toss. And so, but I, you know, I, I have to go with Kate, though. Yeah. I'll be happy either way. We haven't done documentary, have we? Did we? 
Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. <laughs> so next next up I have is film editing. Let's talk about that one because this one, there's a clear front runner, everything, everywhere all at once. It took BAFTA, Critics' Choice, and Ace, right? So the big three, it took all of them. But that tricky sound nomination stat, 13 years in a row, the winner, the winner of editing was nominated for sound. And again, Top Gun and Elvis, the only two that are um, up for editing and sound. So Top Gun probably a favorite without BAFTA, CCA, and Ace. I don't know which way you go. I, you know, I'm flipping a coin, and I'm, I think I'm going with a narrative of a big win, a big night for everything, everywhere at once. So that's why I ended up taking that. What do you guys think? Mm. I think when they're sweeping, they're sweeping, and and it could it could. I mean, somebody said to me that they thought that that everything, everywhere, all at once has a very strong editing component to it and that the whole movie is yeah. basically editing you know right so um, i could definitely... i think i said in the last podcast that as complicated and chaotic as the plots are and everything overlapping and all tangled up you always know exactly what's going on where you are and who you're what the point of view is and in which universe you're in which i is amazing really yeah i mean i think if you like that movie you're gonna think it, you're gonna like the editing but I'm only picking yep. Top Gun because I'm betting on the fact that the Academy doesn't like the movie as much as everybody else so far, which is crazy considering what it's all what it's just, what it's just won. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and my stats and my charts, it's not that common for the Ace winner to win the Oscar for editing. It happens, but it's not okay. like it always happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like it didn't happen last. Right, right. The last time it's happened was Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not like it's a it's a done deal that it wins the Ace and then it wins this. Um, it used to be, but for one some of the, reason... One of the Bourne films won Best Editing one year, and it didn't yeah. win anything except that. And Dragon Tattoo, remember that one? Yeah, was, uh... oh, right. Uh-huh. So, can... so, but but at the <laughs> same time, I think that this movie is exceptional in the editing. I don't personally think so, but I think it's lots of editing. You know, it's it's one of those, it has so much editing that people might want right. to reward it for that. You can see the editing. You can see the editing, and, and it's one of those things that even actors would know. Oh, yeah, that has good editing, yeah. you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you love the movie, you're just going down your ballot. Check, 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 check. You know. All right, we have two more. Okay. Documentary and score. Let's let's go documentary first. Again, this is very difficult. Um, you have Navalny, which took BAFTA yeah. and PGA, and Fire of Love, which took DGA, and maybe the most surprising stat that I kind of looked up or found this year since 2000 the ace documentary winner went on to win the oscar 14 times including eight of the last 10 and hmm. fire of love was the one that won the ace so you have ace and and um, dga for fire of love bafta and pga for navalny and i really want to take fire of love here but i think that the liberal leaning academy is going to have a very hard time not awarding navalny because of the whole putin ukraine connection i i thought about that too but during that time um they don't the the democrats weren't very nice to him um so i don't know that they're a hundred percent but i i see that i definitely see how um how it could go that way i i picked fire of love in the end oh good well the only reason is that did you get the swag box from them? Did I you don't get their? I, I got did. this swag box. Mm. It was two giant 
cart black cardboard boxes and in one of them was a bottle of red wine and two crystal glasses and a candle holder for two candles and in the next oh, box nice. was a box of uh, lava cake with dark chocolate oh. that you make like <laughs> And I was like, whoa. Well, I would have <laughs> voted for it too. Well, I just mean like <laughs> if they're if they're going to that level to sell, you know, like yeah. what else aren't what else are they doing to push this thing? So that's why I think yeah. um but, Good pick. but Navaldi is is a is 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 name recognition, you know? Yeah. They see it and they think I want it. Plus it's important and it gives maybe Sean Penn gets up there for that award, you know, and <laughs> gives it out and stuff and it gives them a chance to get really political um so and get all about the war i think that's a really smart choice and unfortunately i haven't watched any of these movies so i can't tell you but i don't think people vote that way i think they just vote on what they see on the on the title you know a lot of people do i'm sure i'm sure you can't i mean a lot of people i'm sure don't have time to watch everything it looks like clarence has a fire of love and and I look like, am I the only one who has uh, all the blue, beauty and the bloodshed? Uh, no, did, yeah. 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 That's the one um, I wanted to pick because I, I, I really love Laura Poitras, but I feel like it's it's too a little too wonky for them, you know? Yeah, it, is, yeah. it is different for sure. Mm. It did very well with critics. It just kind of fell apart when it got to the bigger awards. All right. Last one of the night. Score. The hard, Maybe the hardest one. Best original score. You have All Quiet on the Western Front won BAFTA. Babylon won the Globe. The Fablemans has the GOAT, John Williams. Mm. Everything Everywhere All at Once is the best picture front runner. And then there's the Banshees of Inner Sheeran, which has Carter Burwell. So mm. you could make a case for any one of these five. Um, I went with All Quiet because I'm betting on BAFTA here, but I have zero confidence in that. So what do you guys have? I, that was my favorite one is all quiet but they're all mm-hmm. so good babylon's is so fantastic i mean it come on i am yeah. only i'm only picking john williams for one reason and that's because fablemans won the uh toronto there's two stats that su- that support yeah. fablemans winning an oscar which is oh gosh marshall told me that the stat last time was a pretty solid yes it's, it's the toronto winner for audience award has never gone oh four i think it's what it is i think it like did it's always won at least one oscar yeah it, it, it that's true but i think i'd like check for last year when i was predicting okay. Belf- belfast to win there is one or there are one or two times where it didn't but the, mm. marshall had a different stat that was a much more ironclad oh uh, i thought I, that's what his stat was no, must, it was something that went all the way back to like the 1960s or something. Oh, the Golden Globe drama winner has never gone home oh. empty-handed. Okay. And let me look just really quickly on that while while you guys talk. Okay. Just, um... So while you like, looked uh, it up, I'll okay. Good. Go yeah, Clarence and I both had Babylon, and okay. and uh, but we both have uh, All Quiet as our number two choice. Yeah. Um, so we know okay. that, that stats are meant to be broken, of course. For sure. But yeah. regardless, um, it's pretty ironclad here for the Globe drama winner. And we know that the Globes have changed. Everybody's changed. But I'm looking I'm looking at their drama to see if there's anything that ever went home. Zero Oscars. And I'm not seeing it. So either they either yeah, won Best Picture or, I mean, 
So it's got to win something, right? I know it yeah. seems on. It seems like what could it possibly win? And we know that that there are, you know, it just all it takes is one time for it to break right. uh, a stat. But that that's a pretty good stat. Of course, a lot of those years they were just five nominees, you know. So you really only have to look in the years of the preferential ballot. But um, but yeah, Slumdog Millionaire, Avatar, Social Network, The Descendants, Argo, Twelve Years a Slave, Boyhood, Revenant, Moonlight, Three Billboards, Bohemian Rhapsody, Nineteen Seventeen, Nomadland, Power of the Dogs, The Fablemans. So, what's it gonna win? It's gotta win something. If it's gonna win anything, I think it wins score. I think that yeah, that's a toss-up. It's a it's a way to pay homage to the movie, to this relationship yeah. between Spielberg and Joan Williams. To finally give him another award, like I think it's been since what Schindler's List. That Schindler's he won? List, yeah. yeah, that's a long time to go for this guy. He's got fifty three, yeah, fifty three Oscar nominations. He has, yeah, so. and he became the oldest ever Oscar nominee at ninety one years old. He passed. I think it was Agnes Varda that he passed. Mm. Yeah. Wow. However, I agree with you guys Uh-oh. that Babylon's a great score and. All Quiet's a great score, and Everything Everywhere has a great yeah. score. They're all really good, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. But come on, people. Give it up for the goat, man. Don't right. you Don't you fail I'd like me to be now. There. I'd like to be there when John Williams wins an Oscar. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Wouldn't it? <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I'd also... I'd also love to see Justin Hurwitz win again. I, I'm mm. a huge fan of his and the, the stuff he, him and Chazelle have done so far. So you really, I think whatever wins here, I'll be happy, but also sad for those who didn't win. So Yeah, but I, I don't know how that guy is so talented. He is so oh, he's talented. Insane. I don't understand. And he's, I'll, I'll say this, even though I don't, this is, I don't know if I should say this, so cut it out if you think you should. But he's a super nice dude too he ims me on facebook a lot like i posted i'm doing my countdown and i had babylon was like 11 or 12 and he i am me and said something like thanking me for what i said about his music in the film and he's, he's just like a really nice down-to-earth dude we we met him at uh tell you right after i think it was after first man right we Sasha? Made, and we, we talked made, to him and Damien was, for a we while. made huge fools of ourselves or actually you did yeah <laughs> but they were very they loved they you could tell they were enjoying talking to us they were very down-to-earth nice dudes i mean that just makes me love love them even more yeah you know? he, he's a sweetheart so, but he's so talented too god that score he's, mm. yeah so talented so talented it's unbelievable um yeah. yeah so all right well that was fun um that's it right we so, didn't get to questions yeah but yeah I, we didn't get wanna... questions but i don't know if you want to or not i don't think Do we got any i i literally think i didn't get any i only got one mean hateful comment by some horrible human being but i don't think we got any questions let me, let me take a look i know we we kind of tweeted it out late so we may not have yeah, um crickets anything out there but let me let's see if anything showed up on my end here you guys will be so much better off when i'm gone you can get your stop repu- it. <laughs> you can get your gone. reputation. So back. we have a few, we have a few questions here. All right. Um, Scott Scott Kernan asked, "Where would everything rank for you? Everything everywhere all at once rank for you in your best picture winner rankings? Also, where do you in, all intend on watching the Oscars? <laughs> well, I intend on watching it from the Dolby. He's gonna be um, in the Dolby. How about you guys? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Wait till you get a load of that, Mark. Wait till you get a load of the bar. Uh, the bar is I the know, coolest right? thing, man. Ooh. 
Um, I'm going to be very happily. My daughter's coming out. She's flying in tomorrow. She's going to hang out with me for my birthday weekend. My birthday is uh, Saturday. That's the 11th, whenever that is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. And and so I'm going to be able to watch the Oscars with my daughter for the first time since, I guess it was 2012, something like that. 2012, 2013. No, I think Birdman, the 14, was my first year going. But so I haven't been Uh able to watch them with her. And I'll tell her that when the one thing she remembers is that when she was three years old, Halle Berry and Denzel Washington both won. And I jumped up and screamed and I made her cry. (laughs) (laughs) And I made her cry. And she's never forgotten that. That's funny. (laughs) Poor thing. But that was quite the night. Um, How about you, Ryan? Where are you going to be watching them? Oh, right here at my desk where I'm sitting right now with Taji right behind me and tapping on my shoulder like he is right now. He's Aww. like, every time I laugh, he's like wanting to be part of the fun. Yeah. And so that's, I guess I'll probably also be doing the updates uh, on well, the site. Well, if you're, if I'll be home too, yeah. so I can do them if, if, um, okay. if you, um, you know, if you want to enjoy your evening, I, I can do it. Oh, I'll, I enjoy doing the updates, so it's okay. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. fine. Uh so the other part of Scott's question was, where would you rank e- everything everywhere all at once as far as best picture winner? I, I think I'd put it somewhere in the middle. You know, I don't I don't think it's one of the worst best picture winners no. ever. I, I'm a big fan of it. I just I wouldn't put it among some of the all time greats that have been winners like Godfather and Godfather Two, et cetera. Yeah. What about you guys? Well, for me, it would not be down in the bottom of the barrel at all. But um, no, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like around number 30, something like that. Probably. Mm, I was going to say that too, around the uh, upper really? third, that's somewhere high? in the upper third. Yeah. Wow, that's weird because I like the movie more than you guys, and I would probably put it in like the fifties if I had to guess. Oh, I mean, there's so many good Best Picture winners. Yeah. I don't know. Like every Best Picture winner of the seventies, I'd put ahead of it, and probably yeah. the nineties. Maybe. Uh, I, don't I, I guess I'd, I'd have, have to. to... I'll have to write this down. Yeah, I remember ranking yeah. them at one point and being surprised at how few a <laughs> few of them I really love. Oh, really? <laughs> winners. Oh. But but no, I mean they, right. that that's not probably not fair. I should I mean 95 years of Oscar history. I don't think that other than maybe Around the World in 80 Days and Greatest Show on Greatest Earth. Greatest Show on Earth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Th- and, and of two. course Cimarron and Cavalcade. Cim- yeah. Cimarron. Yeah. The early right. ones are rough. Mm-hmm. Right. But did you know there's some really good ones? Did you know that Clarence has never seen All About Eve? Oh my goodness. I tried to tell him, I'm like, you will will not be disappointed. Like, that's one of those movies you can just guarantee that it's like Casablanca. Like, anybody's going to like it, you know? Right. right. That's what I'm doing with the rest of my evening is ranking the best picture winners. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. So I'll give. give... (laughs) Scott, I'll give you an answer on Twitter. Yeah, maybe um, even do that. We can even do a post, and so that people can kill time on Saturday and Sunday. If, and right. maybe the readers can do that too, and we'll uh, we'll throw that up on the site and see if if people want to rank, or at yeah. least maybe rank their top twenty-five or something. That's a good idea. I just don't want so, to be mean about this movie, you know. And just right. No, yeah. no, and I don't. Fun. And I'm just guessing that I would put place in the top third. I really, it's hard for me to hold it all in my head and and imagine yeah. what might be better or worse in the ranking. Yeah. All right. Bondi, Bondi Steve, I think is how you say it, said, mm-hmm. what's the one surprise win you each hope to see? I already mentioned for me, it's makeup, all quiet on the Western Front. What about for you two? 
Uh, well, Top Gun for Best Picture, but that's not going to happen. Nice. <laughs> well, that's okay. It's a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 if, if it goes adapted, it's never going to happen. So I know, don't laugh at me. But <laughs> if they say adapted screenplay, know. Top Gun, and then Best Picture, Top Gun, like I, I think that would make my entire life. I, I would go nuts too. I think that'd be exciting as hell if it won. Yeah, we know it won't though, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Ryan, what are you, what's, I think for me, if, if Babylon would win more than two, and if Tar would win, or if, if Babylon would win more than one, and if Tar would win more than one, uh, okay. either one of those things would be a surprise, and I would be happy with both of those things. So, what could Tar win? It could win screenplay. That's yeah, the other thing. That's what I'm thinking. Actress. Uh, yeah. Actors. Uh, yeah, actors and screenplay. It's probably the best show. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I so, um, so my friend, I, I'm going to read this one because it's my friend. The oh, possibility okay, of wood, yeah. Okay. And he's looking, he's looking <laughs> like, he's looking like he just wants to have chaos on Oscar night because okay. he's saying, "Will Michelle Yao uh, kick the orchestra's ass if they start playing the music in the middle of her speech? Can uh, Lydia Tarr <laughs> make a special appearance at that moment, or maybe Kate Winslet pull a Kanye and go up on the stage and say Andrea gave the best performance of all time? <laughs> oh, we no. need drama." And so That's he's awesome. just looking for a chaotic evening. And so I, <laughs> I, I hope we do have something like that. But oh, I, God, please. <laughs> I wish that both Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh could win because oh, so do I. I don't want to see either of them lose. I know. Right. Because I want Michelle Yeoh to win, but I think Kate Blanchett deserves to win. It's such a weird thing. I think so many of us feel that way, and I'll be honest with you, that's the biggest reason I went with Yo, even before the whole whatever debacle that she said about Kate already has too, whatever about that. That was kind of my reasoning with Yo is I think a lot of people want to see them both win. And if people, a lot of people want to see them both win, we've already seen Blanchett win, so maybe the default is to go Yo. So <laughs> who knows, but... But I, I think that when well. she, for my, me, the deciding factor, even though I have predicted Kate, the deciding factor is how the Oscars are so much about how it makes people feel when they win. And I think when she won that SAG, it felt good, more so than it did when she won the Globe, which was sort of inert, I thought. But I thought that when she when she won the SAG, it was very emotional and... I don't know. It just felt, I think people felt, people understood for the first time how good it feels to see her winning something. You know, this, this, this very experienced veteran who's been just around forever, finally winning. Like, it mean, it, that article, that stupid article that got her in so much trouble was true. It would mean more for her to win. Yeah, I agree. You know, there is no Her speeches and her interviews have just been knocking it out of the park. And time after time, one after another, and so that's yeah. in her favor too. So I I get that, but I also think that Tar isn't going to go home empty-handed. It's hard for me to imagine that movie getting goose-egged. So everything mm. everywhere is going to win a bunch of Oscars. So yeah, you know. All right, Cave Fleet two hundred eight has three questions. So let's do this one at a time. The first one we've already answered, right? Which is stronger, Fire of Love with DJ and Ace or Navalny with PG and BAFTA? The answer there is Fire of Love. Statistically, DJ and Ace is more, but we already talked about how the political side of Navalny mm-hmm. could put it over the edge. Yeah. His second, his or her second question is: Since SAG added AFTRA. When it comes to predicting Oscars, is BAFTA or SAG the stronger precursor? And it, the answer to that is it matters which category you're talking about. And it's very close. But BAFTA, since that merger, has won for actor nine 
BAFTA winners went on to win Oscar and eight for SAG. So BAFTA has a little bit of an edge for actor. For actress, it's the exact same. They've both been eight for 12 in that time, or eight for 10 in that time. Supporting actor, same thing. They both are eight for 10. And supporting actress, that's where SAG has the big lead. SAG is nine for 10 since the merge, BAFTA seven for 10. So pretty, pretty even. Um, and then just depending on the category. The third question, I'll let you guys answer that since I just handled that one, is who would you like to see present Best Actress and Best Picture? Mm. Uh, well, before we get there, let me just say one thing really quickly, is that I think everybody was shocked by Anthony Hopkins winning over Chadwick Boseman. And that was for me like a, oh my God, the BAFTA. Even though it wasn't mm. a split vote that year. Like, that was a weird thing. Because it just it just showed the yeah. power of the BAFTA there because uh, it had a Best Picture nomination, so people obviously liked it more. But everybody thought Chadwick Boseman was going to win. Even the Academy people right. thought that's why they did the show that way, you know. Right. And then okay. uh, poor Anthony Hopkins <laughs> staying there. But, right. Um, oh God. So Horrible. I that that so, is you know, also. It, go ahead. Yeah. I, go ahead. Finish. I mean, oh, I just just going to say that when I look at my charts. It would be highly unusual, although this, I guess this did just happen in um, that Anthony Hopkins year, but it would be yep. highly unusual for the two BAFTA winners to go on to win and, the, and, and, and not the two, two SAG winners. So I feel like one of those SAG winners is probably going to win. It doesn't seem like both would lose, even though that's how I'm predicting it. Maybe one or the other wins. It's, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's been, they've been very close with their track record since the merger. So it's, I, I think that's why it maybe makes sense to pick one of each, like Butler and Yo. Butler won SAG, or Butler won yeah, BAFTA, Yo exactly. won SAG, so maybe that split makes sense. I think that's mm -hmm. that's probably it, or the other way, Brendan Fraser and... Yeah, or the other way. Yeah, but, but I think that's... Glenn Chet. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's probably going to be Yo, <laughs> but like I say, yeah, I'm sticking knows. with Fableman's in score and Tar in actress only because I feel like it's they're going to want to award these movies that they like something you know that's my strategy we'll see how it plays out so who do you want to present best actress so i was going to say since uh anthony hopkins wasn't there the year when he won maybe he he could ah. come in and and Makes present sense. To actress yeah there you he, go i like did. that too i'll go with that all right and what about best picture uh, hmm. I think uh, Zelensky should present Best Picture. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. You're so mean. I know, but I. <laughs> you know what I'm. You know who I'd love to see present Best Picture. Oh. I'd love to see them pull a random person out of the crowd. You know, maybe somebody with a beard <laughs> in the upper deck. Way up in the and, nose, please. Come down and deliver Best Picture. That's who I'm looking for. I actually really. Excellent. You know what, Mark? I think that's not taking you, but. But I think that's such a good idea. Like, what if the Oscars, to drive excitement, said that, like, held some sort of raffle or something, and ah. had a fan come out and give out? But imagine what that, how excited that would they would be for that. I mean, listen, I'd be excited to give out animated short film or whatever the hell award you want to give me. I'll take any of them. <laughs> I think that would be such a neat thing. It's like, you know, uh, although <laughs> the only bummer is that you have to watch Jimmy Kimmel awkwardly orchestrate that. <laughs> He's right. like, oh, and we, we brought oh, out God, a fan. Yeah. No, thank you. 
All right, we have three more questions. Let's let's do these because so, I'm gonna fall asleep here soon. All right, Jay all right. from AZ. It's Jay from Arizona, I guess. Uh, asked, what would be the biggest indicator early on that an upset is possibly happening for picture or director? Mm. Well, it's it's screenplay is the only if if everything everywhere loses yeah. screenplay, yep. then then that. And depending what beats it, I think. Like if it's banshees, then then I'd be a little nervous. If it's something else, I wouldn't be as nervous. Like tar. Uh, I don't. Yeah, you know, because I might be just them wanting to give it something. And I they don't know. and they still can give director and picture to everything everywhere. Right. So you know they can right. do that. You know they definitely can if they really like banshees. Banshees is going to win something, I figure. An upset in best picture. Um, well. Look, it's got to win screenplay, or if, if if everything everywhere lost both screenplay and director, it's not winning best picture. That's just it's not. Yeah. So something else is yeah. going to win, but I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Like, yeah. I, don't know. I, I mean, I not to be one of those idiots on Twitter, but that you know, there's probably never been more of a done deal than this one that I that I can remember. Since Argo, probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's let's. Uh, Ryan, did you have any answer for that? Any other um, category? No, not really. Huh? I don't. Okay. Oops, I is that mine? That's me. Sorry. See, ten o'clock. Did you guys hear that alarm? I don't know. I didn't. No, I didn't hear it. No. Oh, okay, good. It's silent. Uh, all right, A two Zula, I think, uh, said, "Will this year's show get higher ratings than last year because of Top Gun, or is it doomed to failure until Hollywood drops the woke political shit?" Oh, it was one of my friends. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, I okay. In terms of that particular part of it, the the politics stuff, I think it's going to take them time to dig. They may never dig themselves out of that because the thing is, is they're more invested in the in the politics of it than they are in the in getting even getting ratings. And the Academy people themselves, there's not much they can do about that. Um, it's it's really the people who participate, but but I will say that I personally expect there to be a bump, a ratings bump, and because of Top Gun, and I think Jimmy Kimmel, mm -hmm. as annoying as he is, I think he might indicate to them that, you know, maybe they're they're going to try to put on some sort of entertaining show. I feel like the popular, I think Elvis is going to Elvis Austin Butler has a huge fan base. I think a lot of people are going to be watching because of because of him the chance of seeing him win and the fact that they love the movie elvis made 150 million dollars and I, I think that the combination now if tom cruise was nominated that would be a much bigger deal tom cruise um yeah. at at the academy then the ratings would 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 uh boost would 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 rise but i still think given all that i still think we're going to see my prediction is a five point ratings bump so i don't think it's going to be huge but i think it'll be respectable around 15. I Okay, if I, I, I thought you mean like five percent or five million or five million, I would or, say. Or, what do you What do you think? Okay, right? yeah, uh, yeah. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, it's definitely it's going to be higher this year. I don't, I can't, I can't estimate how much, but wouldn't it be? It really would surprise me if it's, if it's back close to twenty. It wouldn't surprise me. All right, the last question of the night from Nostradamus: <laughs> What are your no guts, no glory picks? Oh, I've got to have to put mm, that out. I guess, I, I guess all quiet for me, winning more than than we expected it might. Anything that anything extra that all quiet might win. Mm. I think that's mine too. Is all quiet winning best picture? Just because I don't know that every category there's 
<laughs> almost every category other than picture, there's multiple possibilities. And so the one uh-huh. category that I think has the least amount of possibilities is picture. And so I'll say that's the no good category and go yeah. with all quiet. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to go with Steven Spielberg and Best Director for my. Oh, go. yeah, mm. good call. I wanted sure. to go with Todd Field, one. but I thought if Todd, if Todd Field, I think he could win that. I, oh I don't God, think he I will. Love. I, I don't think he will, honestly. But no guts, no glory. You can pick whatever you want. So for me, it's going to be Spielberg or Todd Field. In oh, that category. I would love. I would love at the Oscars if if I if I'm there and I get to see Spielberg and John Williams both win. Yeah. Like I would. That would be. I would be in heaven at that point. I'd lose my mind. I feel like they're so in love with this movie, though, that, that it's just... Yeah, like, I know. There's no... <laughs> Me too, but... Okay. <laughs> there's Fine. just no... I mean, the, the thing is, is the Daniels are going to win both screenplay and director and producer, all three of those awards. Seems like they could yeah. split up, you know, those and, and throw poor Spielberg a bone, for God's sake, you know, but... Um, yeah. I don't think they, they look at it that way. They just pick the movie that they like in the categories. I don't think they necessarily think about that the one person's winning a bunch of awards so you're gonna see that picture on the cover variety of them in their goofy outfits in some goofy position with like all their oscars balancing around <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that, that, that's happening it's coming um all right so is that it are we good that's it i think so. that wraps up the year we'll all right do a recap that, show i'm sure we'll do a right. recap show we I... gotta hear all about your night cinder fella yeah <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> Uh, awesome! Thank you again for giving me that opportunity. It's a, a oh a no, you're bucket, so bucket list item for sure. Yeah, I'm so glad, and you know, um, we'll hear all about it. And uh, what was I just? Are you thinking? kidding? I'll never stop talking about it. You're gonna be like, why did I send him? God damn it! No, 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 <laughs> bro, no. I'm so done. I'm so done. Um, if David Fincher was ever up for the Oscar, I might want to go. But other than that, yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm looking forward to, you know, Ryan, if you want to go or Clarence wants to go or, you know, like hand it, hand it off, you know, let, let yeah. Joey and Megan and, you know, no, stop it. Don't All give right. it away to everybody. No, exactly. It's, it's, it's Mark. Keep, it keep it in the foursome. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to oh. want to go again. All right. Listen, um, I know you get addicted to that shit. You're going to get addicted to the High Life. Oh, too late. I already am, man. I haven't even gotten there yet. We ought to be what getting more than it? one ticket anyway for the site. You know? Yeah, yeah I wish I could get. I would yeah. love to get more. But here's the thing, though. Like, All I can tell you about the Academy is that it's sort of like when um, on that scene in Bull Durham where they're talking about the show. <laughs> you yeah. know, when the, the, the rookies are on the bus and they're like, when you get to the show, you have these nice... That's what it's like going to the Oscars, you know? It's like, the, it is the nicest, most... And plus, Mark's going to the Governor's Ball. Like, I never got yeah. to go to the... Go- oh, wow. I've never been to the Governor's Ball, you know? Because they don't feed you at the Oscars. You get these little tiny hors d'oeuvres and you're start. If you don't eat before you go... You're starving all the way through. And um, but but that's because everybody goes to the governor's ball and eats all the food there. But if you're not going there like me, you know, you 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 leave and you're always hungry. So I always make sure I eat a meal before I go to the Oscars. Um, But you don't have to worry about that, Mark, because you're going to get the great meal after. All right. Um, all right. So look forward for Mark. If I if I manage to get this posted tonight, which I hope that I do look for Mark's. predictions tomorrow yeah. right yeah. right exciting all right everybody all right, everybody 
Nice talking to you guys. You too. Have All a good right. evening. Have a good okay, evening. Okay, then good night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.